0: Hi, this is Jonathan Cotton, and you're listening to Unstoppable, Stepping Through Adversity. Welcome back to Unstoppable, Stepping Through Adversity. Uh, Kihei Clark, we are here again for part two. Good to have you back here in the studio. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So you took us, uh, we went on a journey from... Um, Eight years old, I think, all the way up until uh, your first couple years here at UVA. And it's been great just to revisit those things and revisit the national championship and and uh, the, the pass at Purdue and all those things. And so, as you've moved on and you become, you know, we talked about a little bit about the, the expectations uh, for you as years have gone on. And as each day, game goes on, you become more the person that you're the playmaker. You're, you're when people, you know, when they need that play or when they need that, um, that extra boost, they're looking at Kihei Clark. Now, um, you're not the role player. You might say that, that you were in the, in the first year. So speak to that about what that's like and just the, if, if there feels, uh, a heaviness to that, or uh, if you would describe it that way, how would you
1: describe just having that role now with the team? Heaviness is a, is a good word to describe it. I think just, you know, when people look to you, you know, you don't want to let them down. But um, I think, you know, with the coaching staff and um, the the teammates that I have, I think um, it's easier and, you know, when they trust in you, you're able to just go out and play freely. And I think with the same level of, you know, confidence that I have in them, they have in me and... I think it's been, you know, it feels pretty good to you know be in those situations because you know that those people do trust in you, and um, it just shows that your growth over time. So things like that, and I think with the players that we have now, you know, the bonds that we have on and off the court, um, it, able, it enables you to just go out and play your game and play freely.
0: So I, I'm, one thing I think that the fans uh, would just want to know, and and it's always interesting. At least it is for me, and I think it is for for others too is how do you handle the pressure? How do you handle, especially the pressure, uh, of an environment like, you know, Cameron. And I had the most fun there last year. Probably, uh, the only thing that was better than that was being in Minneapolis for the national championship, but being in that environment, being surrounded by Duke fans and, uh, you walk on the court, do you notice the students that have Kihei is small painted on their chest? Uh, (laughs) you know, do you notice that? Is that something that comes on your radar?
1: At first I didn't really I didn't really notice it and then, you know, you look around the arena, you know, you just take in the environment and then uh yeah, I, I glance I seen it a little bit and then I think it was like Caden or somebody like that mentioned it to me. Um but yeah, you do see those things and it doesn't shock you honestly, it doesn't surprise you. I think um that's what makes college basketball such a great sport and a great thing. It's just the atmospheres that you get to play in and, you know, the love from the fans that they they bring to the game. So this is why I came to UVA and, you know, that's why you play basketball is to be in those uh, big-time games and environments. So I think it's pretty funny.
0: Is that counterproductive for fans to do that with (laughs) with Kia? Is that it actually kind of backfires on them that all it does is just ramp you up and take you to the next level?
1: Yeah, I guess, I guess in that way it, it might do that, you know, it's for the love of the game and, you know, you got to appreciate, you know, their love for their team and things like that. Um, but yeah, it does definitely get me fired up a little bit when you see those things. So, yeah, yeah, that's great.
0: Let's, so back to Tony Bennett now and and let's talk about coach Bennett and the culture that he's formed at UVA. We're familiar with the, the, the five pillars and the significance of those things, but take it beyond that. And, Help us understand why does it work? Why is it effective? Why does it make the impact on the players, everybody? You know, give give us insight as to what it's like.
1: First, I think, you know, Coach Bennett is, you know, one of the most genuine people I've ever met and one of the most genuine coaches I've ever had. He's a great person um, on and off the court. He makes it easy to play for him and um, to just be around him and, you know, want to be that type of person as well um I think he's a great leader for the team and the program I think it's somebody that you know your parents would want you to go play for um after meeting him but I think he's the reason that you know it is able to work how it does just because of the type of person he is and you know the pillars are something that he looks in into kids that he recruits and I think that um you know if you didn't embody those pillars you probably wouldn't be here um and I think that's another reason of why you know Virginia basketball is what it is is because the culture behind it and those pillars really mean something to him and the coaching staff so um, the kids that he brings into this program are pretty genuine people as well and I think all the kids here uh, all the players have those pillars in them and I think that they're able to propel us uh, into you know something something greater but the pillars do mean a lot to each and every person and um, we do stand by them for sure.
0: How do you think it it Plays out as far I think uh, you make that work to to be able to gain insight into what somebody's true values are because I know as a business owner that's not an all you know people decisions are huge and it can be a really hard thing to say you know to predict whether somebody's truly going to embrace a culture that you have because it's very important for us as an organization too And and that's why I love. I love UVA. It's one of the reasons I love UVA basketball is just because of, of of getting that that insight into his leadership and how he's done that. But um, how do you think they make those assessments? How do you know when you go out and recruit you know people? How do they know when they see a Kihei Clark uh, as to is Kihei just saying the right things or what are they picking up as they observe
1: you to see if you're going to be the player that embraces that culture? They're they're not something that you can you can fake. <laughs> you know, I think the pillars you know. You can't fake them, and things like passion, unity, you know, you're always getting evaluated on and off the court when you're with the coaching staff, and, you know, when you think nobody's watching, you know, when you're holding the doors open for people, things like that, you know, that all gets noticed, and when you're on the end of the bench and you're you're pouting because you're not in or something like that, um, or you're not high-fiving your teammates, you know, things of that nature, I think, don't go unnoticed, and you can't fake them, so when you're mean to your teammates or, or things like that, you know, doesn't show humility. And I think it's something that can be seen easily. So I think, you know, if pillars are something that um, you believe in and you can uphold, you know, you're, uh, you're able to see that um, in a person.
0: And as a player, how do you come along beside, whether it's Coach Bennett or any of the other, you know, associate or assistant coaches or anything, and fulfill that player-coach role? Um, and and give us some insight as to what that would look like, as to the times that you might or the the way you might emphasize a pillar or whatever. How how does that Um, that look
1: like? You know, I think uh, Coach Bennett really says, you know, don't underestimate them, you know, but don't fear anybody. So I think when you're humble, um, you know what type of player you are. You know, for me, you know, my first year in my role, I knew I was, you know, bring the ball up the court, don't turn the ball over pick up ninety four feet. That was my role and um I embraced it and um, you know, your role can definitely change. But um at the moment that's what my team needed to me needed from me and um I just did it to the best of my ability. You know, unity, you can see when a team is disconnected on both ends of the floor. I think you gotta play together, you know, play to win. And you know, passion is just, you know, your competitiveness and just your love of the game and how hard you play. I think that's that's easy to um show. And you know, servanthood is just Something that uh, doesn't go unnoticed, you know, when you're helping your teammates, you serve each other. When somebody makes a a mistake or a breakdown, you know, you got to cover for each other. And then thankfulness, I think, being thankful of of the opportunity that you get to play. And I think a great way to be thankful is just, you know, going out and playing your hardest and not sacrificing the gift that was given to you to to play this game. So um, I think those are some ways where you're able to see those pillars just. Um, embodied by players of this program.
0: That's great. <clears throat> That's great. How about the uh, staff members uh, on on the, the coaching staff? Uh, what's What's the impact for you with them, and just kind of what do they uh, What do they do that the average fan may just not realize? The every fan thinks that it's all around you know Tony Bennett, but uh, the, those other guys have got some pretty impressive uh, folks there sitting along the bench with him.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, just like every player is important, I think every coaching staff member is important. You know, a lot of them, I don't think, get the recognition that obviously that Coach Bennett or Coach Jay Willie get. But, you know, every uh, every coaching staff is, is loved and embraced in the program because we know that everybody is needed, you know, to get the win. Those other coaching staff members, you know, just because they're not in the main spotlight, you know, they're able to – see things from different angles that, you know, Coach Bennett might not be able to see. And, you know, it's that love and that trust that Coach Bennett has with his coaching staff to where he's able to go to them for things that they might see or in that relationship to where they can come to Coach Bennett and, you know, make an adjustment that they need to uh, if they do see something. So I think that the coaching staff really embody the pillars as well. And I think that's also what um, allows the players to just go out there and, you know, be themselves and, embody them as well, just because we can look up to them. And it's one of the things that I noticed and and
0: tell me how significant do you think this is from your perspective? But, uh, when I watch, when you're at a game and you're watching Tony Bennett, there's very few times that he's detached from, uh, the rest of the coaching staff. He's very, very involved with them. And then I watch other coaches and it's not necessarily that way. Do do you see that too? Do Do you see the difference that how, Integrated, you might say they they are as a unit versus other coaches that seem to be kind of autonomous from more from the rest of the coaches.
1: Yeah, I think I definitely do see, you know, Coach Bennett at least. You know, he's always turning around to talk to his coaches. Um, when you're on the bench. He's looking behind the bench to the to the staff members that don't even get to sit on the main bench, you know, to Zay yeah. and, and Johnny that are sitting yeah. behind the bench, Stelly because he knows that every everything is important and, and valuable and to what people can see. But, yeah, I think it is interesting, you know, compared to other coaches and how, you know, they probably don't, I don't know, value, you know, what other people have to say. And, um you know, I think that just goes to show you how genuine of a coach Coach Bennett is and the type of person he is. So, yeah, it is a pretty interesting thing that you mentioned. now.
0: The... Yeah, yeah. Let's do some quick hitters, and I'm going to give you some names. I want you just to give me just a short little, you know, what Kihei Clark's take is on okay. on, these, on these various people, okay? okay? You ready? Yeah.
1: All right, Ty Jerome. Competitive leader. You know, he's a a brother to me and um, somebody that I look up to.
0: DeAndre Hunter. <laughs>
1: Dredo, funny guy, you know, all about business when he steps in between the lines, you know, best defender that I've seen. Great dude. Kyle Guy. Kyle Guy is a, is a great person. You know, he took me in under his, <laughs> took me in, you know, First person that I really got to know on the team, really, um, when I first got here. One of the best shooters that I've ever seen. So he's a great person as well.
0: Mamadi Diakite.
1: <laughs> Mamadi, Mamadi is a super funny person. Great to be around, high energy. Somebody that can make you laugh in moments where you, you need somebody. But he's a he's an awesome person too.
0: Uh, we got to get you guys connected because Mamadi's been to the Goofy store too. We got him, uh, oh, okay. we got him squared away too. So <laughs> awesome. We got, there we go. Jay Huff.
1: Jay, you know, he's a real... He's a really good person, um, really about his faith. And, you know, the unicorn, he could do things, you know, throw lobs, he catches dunks without uh, even looking at the rim, things like that. He's a really special player, I think. Jaden Gardner. Jaden, you know, really humble person, really hard worker, great to be around. I think he's the funniest person on the team, honestly. You know, a lot of people wouldn't think that, but I think he's a really funny guy and um, somebody that's about his business. Reese Beatman. Reese, steady leader, not very vocal at times, but um, he leads through his play and somebody that you could look to on and off the court um, as a person.
0: Armand Franklin.
1: Armand, you know, I think everybody, you know, likes Armand. He's just a, a great person to be around. I think he's uh, <laughs> I think there's a group of people that, you know, you have inside jokes with on the team, and he's one of them, and <laughs> I think he's a really cool person to just hang out with and be around as well.
0: I I would ask you to share what those inside jokes were.
1: They won't be inside anymore so we kind of violate that. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, Caden Shedrick. Caden, he's a gamer, you know, video games, things like that. He's a really smart person, you know, in the comm school. I think he has uh, a pretty special talent to just, you know, blossom and become into a a really good player. And
0: two more here, Isaac McNeely.
1: Isaac McNeely, (laughs) you know, his role on the team I think is really vital, you know, just being able to be in his spot. And, um, you know, it's not easy when you're looked to as a freshman to just come in and bang shots like that. But I think he's a really special player. And, you know, throughout his years, I think um, if those freshman group can stay together, I think there'll be something special. And Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn, high energy, you know, big plays, uh, really competitive, I think won't take a backseat to nobody. And he'll really, you know, thrive in his role as his years go. But um, he's a really, (laughs) really good player, I think. So now I'm gonna ask about um,
0: in a little different way about something that fans see it one way, and I think you as players and and certainly the coaches, you know, see it another way, and that is the guys that uh, were redshirted this year. Okay, so Leon Bond and Isaac Trout. Um, as a player, how did you see them respond to that? How did you see that play out? How would you describe that? You know, as a player.
1: You know, I think it's hard. I think it's hard. You know, when the coach asks you to redshirt or if you choose a redshirt, um, I think in Leon's case, you know, they asked him up for it. And, you know, I think the coaching staff always have a plan, always has a plan in place. And if they think redshirting is beneficial for you, I think, you know, I don't think they would lie to you. They only want the best for you. But as a, you know, 18 year old kid, I think it's something hard, especially when you see your, you know, your uh, other freshman people that uh, came in with you to the school. You know, you see them. Um, on the floor and things like that I think it's something hard to to look at but you know everybody's path is different so just believing in you know God and uh, and the path that he's chosen for you I think is really important and I think that um, you know in Isaac Trout's case you know he asked to, to redshirt and I think that takes a lot too you know um, I think you got to be a pretty strong person to just you know look yourself in the mirror and just say you know I think a, a year of redshirt would benefit me, you know, a year to get stronger, learn the system. I think it's it's pretty cool to see it um, from that point of view as well. Yeah, so from both of them, that's that
0: pillar of humility,
1: right? Exactly. Um,
0: that, that, that that's embraced there. So we have the ACC tournament uh, coming up, and then the NCAA tournament. You got your crystal ball ready. Yep. I'm not going to ask you to do a Joe Namath and, and predict, you know, case, okay. you know, call <laughs> a game or anything like that. Um, but um, what's going to surprise a fan? Uh, What what will surprise the average fan with what they see in the ACC tournament or the NCAA tournament uh, from Virginia?
1: I don't know. (laughs) know. (laughs) ACC tournament, I think, you know, even for me, I think it'll be, you know, just how the season's panning out and just uh, the seedings and and how that's going to be. I haven't won an ACC tournament yet, so hopefully I'll surprise myself and we're able to pull that one out. (laughs)
0: There we go, yeah. And how, and so for the NCAA tournament, you know, what, what do you think that, that we will see, and and uh, then, yeah, let's start with that one. Yeah, just uh, you know, what 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 might surprise us?
1: I don't I don't know about surprise. I think you know I think if you you are watching, I think you'll just you know you'll know what you'll see. You'll see just hard nosed Virginia basketball, a gritty game. You know, whoever we play, it doesn't matter. We'll just you know go out and play a hard fought game and let the chips fall where they may. But good old Virginia basketball, I think, is what you'll see. There you go. All right, so. On uh, that Saturday when
0: Louisville comes, there will be that time or it'll be the last time you'll dribble the basketball on in in, in JPJ. Can you anticipate what you might feel at that point in time? You know, how how would you describe the emotions and the different things that are
1: flowing through K.A. Clark's head at that point in time? Yeah, you know, I think it was a little um, anticlimactic. You know, I, th- I thought my last game here. Um, was last year you know against yeah. Florida State and things like that
0: um I'm glad that wasn't your last game that right kind of right right, that. right yeah that would,
1: that would have been rough um hopefully we could we could win this senior night and you know I think it it really hit me this time you know just it actually being my last my last game um I don't think I embraced it as well last time and I kind of just you know was trying to be strong and focus on the game and things like that but uh JPJ will definitely always have a special place in my heart and I love this place and uh hopefully we can we can pull it out but yeah it it'll, it'll be a good one for sure hopefully
0: what do you think that 10 years from now when you look back on if you had to identify three things that are going to be the things that the the major takeaways from your career at UBA what will they be
1: i think just you know i think as a player i don't think you know they they've hit me as as hard and as strong but the play, the pillars um, I think they are pretty special, and, you know, being an 18-year-old kid, you're kind of just like, oh, okay, we, we have things we stand by. But, um, you know, I think as my years grow, have gotten um, older and things like that, I, I definitely do appreciate them more and, you know, try to uphold that, that standard. Um, I think those are pretty special. I think, you know, just what it takes to just be on the floor here at UVA and what the coaches demand, you know, it's really hard. But I think um, one thing I took away just – From all my years is, you know, just knowing your role and it it kind of circles back to the humility, the humility uh, pillar. But um, just knowing um, what your team needs and um, embracing your position, you know, whether you're playing five minutes or 30 minutes, just being ready when your number is called and just trying to impact the game in in any way possible. um, Just trying to help your team win. Hmm. I think my last thing, just, you know, building relationships. Uh, I think have been really important for me being so far away from home and just. Uh, The people that I've met here you know, the players that I've seen come and go, been a lot of been around a lot of great people and coaching staff members um, on this team and even off the court like yourself. I think just a lot of people in this community are are really great people and something that you don't want to lose, you know, your connections with with many of those people, because, you know, in any moment in time, you know, you can reach out and 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 things like that. So I think that's that's pretty cool, too.
0: Yeah, that's great. And, and certainly for us, I, I would say, yeah, that our, our relationship extends beyond basketball or beyond uh, the Good Feet Store and art supports. It's just uh, yes, we, we've enjoyed very much just who you are as a person, getting to know uh, who you are. And uh, you. appreciated you coming to our company event and and you and Jaden coaching our, our, our are. <laughs> our team. And hopefully that didn't traumatize you too much that you had to, you know. No, that was, a, that was a great time. That was a great time. Thank you for having me uh, during that, that moment too. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. Okay. So, uh, last little bit here, the future, uh, he, leaves Charlottesville. Um, what's the goal?
1: You know, just from a young age, you know, the NBA has always been the goal and, you know, that's partly the main reason of why I came back, um, to just try to better myself, and um, you know, you just you you continue on with this process after the after the season's over, and you know, work towards the draft. You know, maybe you get called to work out for some teams. You know, and if that doesn't work out, you know, I know basketball will take me to some pretty amazing places outside of here, and just to some pretty amazing countries. So, you know, I'm not too worried about that, uh, honestly. But it'll be pretty cool to just see what happens. So. Pretend I'm an NBA scout, and I say, "But Kihei, there's only
0: two guys under six foot in the NBA uh, on a on a current uh, active roster. What's going to be the difference
1: for you?" Man, haven't thought about these questions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think uh, I think I'm a winner. I think I'll do whatever it takes to win, and whether it's you know playing spot minutes here and there, but when I am out on the court, just making the most of my time and just um you know making the hustle plays trying to pick up the ball, you know, 94 feet and things like that, and just trying to change up the pace of the game maybe a little bit and um, doing whatever it takes to to get a win. So That's That's awesome. Thanks. You know, I'm not sure about
0: uh, this, but uh, if you weren't the first to sign uh, a significant uh, NIL opportunity, you you were one of the first because when we were presented, you know, after the Supreme Court made that decision and NIL, you know, became a thing, then, um you know it was it was put out there hey you know here's some here's some opportunities and here's some athletes and that kind of thing and um I don't know I don't know if we've talked about this specifically but I think we have some but uh I said I have a name <laughs> and uh and and if we're going to do this we're going to do it with, with him and it's with Keha Clark because you represented what I saw on the court reflected what our values were at the goodfeet store and our values are our radical integrity, passionate persuasion, you know, uh unwavering positivity and persistent diligence. And I think that basketball, the intimacy that you have with basketball, you can see the players' reactions, you see their, you know, visually the lack of equipment and that kind of thing that then it, that then it helps you do that. And um and it's always fun when you're a business owner and you make again, you make those people decisions and you're right, <laughs> then that, that that's a cool thing. And um and so I, I'm I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that um, opportunity. I actually also think I'm not aware before, until we did our TV spot of you wearing a jersey. I'm not aware of any current athlete anywhere doing a commercial endorsement in their game jersey. Um, and yeah. that was kind of a unique combination with the change mm-hmm. of NIL and the fact that we had the sponsorship agreement with, with UVA to be able to do that. So, right. um, so it's it's been cool. It's been cool on a lot of different levels and. I can speak for all uh, for, for the you know the fans and just say that um, you know we'll miss you when you're when you're gone. But you've given us a lot of uh, great times,
1: set great examples, and uh, so thank you for joining us today, Kie. No, uh, thank you for having me. It's been an awesome pleasure to you know to just have this relationship with you guys. And you know the season's not over yet. Hopefully, you know it could be a good one. Absolutely, and, and you know keep
0: those good feet arch supports in those shoes. You know basketball shoes, whatever else. Remember that's the versatility of them that go yes, in the yes shoes. Sir. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, thanks very much, uh, Kie. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you listening to Unstoppable, and uh, stay tuned for more guests coming up in the future. This is Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm Jonathan Cotton. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss an episode. If you haven't been to the Goodfeet store, visit goodfeet.com for the store nearest you. We look forward to seeing you soon at the Goodfeet store.